When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. give you kudos you are listening to the West Ham Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me Charlie Hawkins and I'm joined in the studio by We Are West Ham James Jones and Will Pugh and what a show we have tonight because West Ham did get their first win in the Premier League season on the weekend just gone beating Watford 3-1 at Vicarage Road Watford may be struggling but we don't care we got the three points and not only that Transfer record signing. Sebastian Haller scored not one, but two goals. Looks very good in the process. The season is up and running. We're going to be talking about the game. And there's a lot to unpack because there are two games to come. West Ham, in fact, play tonight. They're playing Newport County in the League Cup second round. First time they've played them for 40 years. They played them in 1979 in the FA Cup. Newport run out 2-1 winners there. So uh, they're smiling. They're not happy. Hopefully a different result tonight. They can progress in the Cup, whether they want to. Maybe they just want to focus on the league. Or is it time for a Cup run? We're going to be talking about that. And we're also going to be looking towards the Norwich game this weekend. We're going to be talking to Jack Reeve as he gives the Norwich perspective. James and Will, I hope you're well. What did you make of the three points this weekend, Will? Well, first of all, Charlie, I have been known in the past to start these shows with sometimes with a little bit of a jibe, you know, pulling you two up on some behaviour that I don't always agree with. But just like to applaud James Jones, because after you got the prediction right the week before against Brighton, James Jones, last week, 3-1 to West Ham United prediction at Vicarage Road. Bravo, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, uh, yeah, I'd and you to... went. And I went, yeah, I managed to, I, I nabbed the last minute uh, hospo ticket, so I was in the posh seats. Um, Not posh anymore if you call it hospo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. The only yeah, man yeah, ever who can yeah, make yeah, the no, hospo No, no it, was, it was nice and, um, yeah, no, it was, it was a brilliant performance, mm. actually. I mean, it's a really open game. Like, I think if Watford had won that 3-1, I don't think we could have had many complaints. But we were a little bit more um, sort of prolific in, in, in front of goal. And when you've got a £45 million strike on a pitch, it makes a lot of difference. Um, so, yeah, I'm buzzing with my correct, correct scoreline. broke your duck as well, didn't you? You're a way curse. You were a jinx. Yeah, I mean, I did tweet on the way. I, I, you know, Watford's not far from where I live, so I was on the bus. First time I've ever been able to travel to a game on the bus, which is nice. And uh, I tweeted, I was like, I've never seen, ever, ever seen West Ham went away from home. I even travelled to ever? Slovenia. I even travelled to Slovenia. Right to watch West Ham play Domzale in the Europa League, and we still lost that. And we thought that was a banker. And I thought, what am I doing? And I, th- I thought about turning around so many times. 
people tweeting me going, no, do not get, do not walk into that stadium. We're going to lose if you turn up. But we won. So not only did we win and we got our first three points of the season, but my duck is broken. And we'll try and get to every away game forevermore <laughs> now. Forevermore. Yeah, yeah. You just, have to go now. So, and you go. can only go in Hospo. Yeah, I can only go in Hospo. <laughs> you just can't go with your so away fans. If, any, if anyone's got um, Hospo for all of our... <laughs> all of the grounds. Right, yeah. Just just hook me up. I'll be there. I'll come along. I'll, I'll drink with you free beer. I'll eat with you free food. And I'll, I'll make sure we get three points. Turn up by bus. What a day out. I'll get, I'll get the bus, even if it is up in Newcastle. I'll, I'll start three days early. <laughs> How many games do you reckon you've been to then, James, away before that duck was broken? Because that um, is a stat. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. A lot. That is a lot. Honestly. My, my, fir- my first away game, I must have been about maybe four or five. And with QPR, my dad sent me to QPR away. Um, when QPR in the Premier League, we lost that 3-0. And that just started it, and that's honestly um, that is bad, isn't it? I, I, I mean, I've been I've been to so many grounds, I've been abroad, and yeah. Well, yeah, I think we've we've it. got to the root of it. You were the problem. You were the cause. I was the cause. Yeah. yeah. I mean, West Ham famously haven't haven't been great away from home, and we yeah. know why. But now, but now <laughs> it's broken. Now we can put it behind me, and um, yeah, as I said. If you want me to come away from home, yeah. like, hashtag Hospo. Hashtag Hospo. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> well, you weren't the only one to break their duck this weekend because your record signing did get off the mark. Not one, but two goals. There is an alarm going on. I think, James, someone's offered him Hospo tickets. <laughs> yeah. The phone is going <laughs> loopy. That's a malfunctioning watch of everything. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't know what's happened. Yeah, you might be looking suave and get your predictions right, but those alarms on watches they're went out years <laughs> ago. <laughs> They're all the tick. They're, they're all the text going. Come on, go yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely all the tick. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about your record signing then, because he did get off the mark. He he broke his duck as well. How pleased were you with his performance? Because I've got to admit that first goal, I watched it, and uh, the lead up to that goal, obviously Fredericks cleared it. It was just a nothing clearance, and it was almost he won that header, nothing header, middle middle of the park. He he, he knocked it down. Then he's they've managed to get on really quick counter attack from West Ham could have had a penalty himself I know Watford won one a minute earlier but he stayed up Lanzini did end up winning the foul and obviously your favourite ever player Captain Fantastic Mr Mark Noble stepped up but just even in that that moment for Halliday just winning those balls and then going on just it told me a lot more what he can offer than than just the goals can't he Will? Yeah I think what what I mean he was fantastic obviously and the it's one of those you put the ball in the net twice and we won the game three one and it's all rose tinted glasses. I think what James said was quite was quite true though. We we as before did look vulnerable at the back. If Will Hughes, uh, not being funny, my nan could have scored that the one that zips across the box and he shanks it wide from three yards out and an open goal. He should be putting that in. And then different dynamic on the game. But yeah, I mean, what was interesting from from Allure's point of view, I still haven't got used to that. But from what was his point of view, he came out after the game and said he had a terrible game. He said, oh, I didn't play very well. You know, it wasn't my best game. I can improve loads. Yeah, all right, I scored two goals and that's, you know, the striker's job and that's what we're we're judged on. But, you know, all in all, I didn't feel like I played too well. And normally I get a bit cynical with with players when they come out and say that. I go, oh, come on, mate, just, you know, accept that you could perhaps do a little bit better. But, you know, embrace the, embrace the victory. You've scored twice. You've got off the mark, like... Embrace that a little bit, but I, I'm sort of rapidly falling in love with him quickly. So you can just say what he wants, and I'm like, oh yeah, well done, Sebastian. That's admirable. <laughs> Didn't he make similar comments though about how West Ham played and how he was adapting to the league after that first game against Man City? Doesn't he always seem to come out and say something where he's like, you know, this is not us. You know, I'm still finding my feet. When fans were like, oh, he looks good, he's holding out. Well, he's like, no, I've still got so much to learn. Well, I think uh, I, I read a tweet from the um, the. 
press officer, the chief press officer at West Ham the other day, he was just saying... Uh, he was definitely in hospo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was saying how, you know, this the, the tweet was he retweeted a um, like one of the highlights of one of his goals and just said he's modest, he's humble, and, you know, he's, he's always trying to work hard. And it's that sort of thing which I think that's what we need at the club. We, we don't really want that mindset where... If the striker turns up and scores ten goals in a season, it's ah oh, brilliant, ah oh, well done. Because that's mid-table fodder, and you know if he's coming in and he scores two goals in an away win, and he's still looking at where he could do better, then I, I think that's good, and it's very much a part of the big team mentality, which I am a huge advocate of still. <laughs> yeah, I mean less of that, Will. Less of that, mate. Um, no, I mean it's good. I was quite, I was quite happy to hear him come out and say that because I thought he played brilliantly. Mm. Um, I've been so impressed with him with every performance we've seen from him so far, um, and it, it seems as though we've we've got a player on our hands that um, wouldn't be happy unless he scores fifteen or more goals in the season. Mm. And if you know, if you finish the season on fourteen and we go great season, Sebastian, you've had it. Thank, thanks very much. What what a really good first season. You'll go. No, I'm not happy about that. Mm. I'm mean, no, still interested. I should have had twenty. I should have had fifteen. I should have had twenty. And that's what you want in a player. You know, you don't want anyone. You know, you don't want someone just going. Oh yeah, well I end up top scorer with ten, as Will said. You know, like because that's not going to get us anywhere with ten goals. He's not going to be happy unless he gets fifteen, twenty this season. And that's what you want out of a striker. And, you know, so far you're looking at it going, well, 45 million quid well spent with that sort of mentality. I'm not going to say big team mentality, but that sort of mentality. Yeah, it it is. And fair play to him. Fair play. I think what what we need to do as well is uh, dig out that or find that tweet from that guy who tweeted you and said, how long is it going to take until we start realising or calling Haller the bust that he is because he missed one game injured? Yeah. (laughs) Sensible bloke. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be one or two fans that are just completely cynical about absolutely everything at the club. And I suppose you can't blame him in a sense after what's happened um, over the years. But, I mean, he must be sitting there feeling a bit silly. Didn't he? You know, sitting <laughs> probably there deleted tonight, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He's probably listening tonight going, yeah, boys, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's also talk about the fact then, was it a coincidence Wilshire didn't start in the, on the weekend's game? You got the first victory. Did that play a part? Noble was back. Wilshire seemed... Wasn't even on the bench. Strange one there. So... Was it a coincidence, James? Well, well apparently Wilshere picked up a bit of a knock, but... Um, no, not Wilshere. <laughs> <laughs> back, back off. He's, try, he's trying his hardest. Listen, he's trying his hardest. I'm very pro-Jack Wilshere. Yeah, I mean, he's starting tonight, so, you know, it, it was just a little knock, but I will say this, is that there's no absolutely no coincidence that Martin I was gone straight back into the starting eleven, and we've not only played well, but we've also got a victory under our belts. He's so underrated, Martin Noble. Um, is it literally down, down to that then you're saying this weekend what, I'm, I'm saying that he made a huge difference I mean he was superb in midfield yeah okay I mean he scored the penalty but you know whenever we get a penalty we score it um, he's just so important to what we do in, in terms of the shape that Pellegrini likes us, likes playing in uh, he just fits it perfectly and he you know he's a great captain and uh, you know the way that we the way that we play we need a player like Mark Noble on the pitch we're not going to have that for much longer because he is getting you know, he is getting on Fifteen years since his debut, it, it, it was brilliant on his, you know, his on on the day he, he gets the goal with his. I think must have been his first touch, um, but it's no coincidence. I think he's absolutely superb, and I had a lot of fans give me a lot of stick after I tweeted before the game that, you know, when he does hang up his boots, he should be given a statue, um, and I mean every word of that. 
and uh, a lot of fans gave me a lot of stick, but a lot of fans also agreed with me. So to be fair, if I'd have seen that tweet, I'd have given you stick. Oh, you stat- not, you no, I did agree, see the one. No, no, I saw I, where I, you I should be I, held in the same regard as Billy Bonds and all that. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, I was like, give him a statue. And do you know what? I had one guy. He 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 basically gave me a lot of jip for it, and then blocked me afterwards. I thought, hang on, how's that, that work? And mate? why aren't you naming and shaming? Well, because <laughs> it was me. <laughs> because it was uh, it was, a, long time it was ago, a person behind a behind a like a, an alias on Twitter. Obviously, you know, one of those people that don't like showing their faces. It was just a bit weird. Hang on, you've had a go at me, and now you blocked me for it. It was a bit strange. Mm. But I must admit, though, in, re- in reality, Mark Noble statue. I think that's probably why he gave you stick, bot or not. Nah. Not having it. <laughs> so, Will, you put the argument then why you don't think he does deserve a statue at the end of his reign when he does finally hang up those boots? No, I, I just don't think you. I don't think you should have to argue why someone should not have not get a statue. I, I just think Billy Bond, <laughs> Billy Bond, Billy Bonds, Trevor Brook, and they're they're those different sorts of players, aren't you? I also think like with with time builds up a bit of nostalgia and a bit of rose tinted glasses I, I just think that's a that's a little bit it's a little bit over the top and because i mainly because i think then if you start doing that sort of thing then it devalues the what it is to have a statue like and it devalues you know if you start naming having if there was more statues around the ground it devalues the ones that you had in the first place i get that but then you look at fulham as an example and they just randomly stuck a statue of michael jackson outside for a laugh <laughs> Um, so if we can't have one no for Mark Noble, then I don't. Exactly, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you can't have a statue for Mark Noble after Fulham are doing that, <laughs> then I don't know. I don't know what you can have a statue of. I think that's case in point one. I yeah. think you've put it there, James. You're right. Yeah, Jackson or Noble. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this conversation d- descended to delirium. I haven't got any logical <laughs> answers for you anymore. Well, talking of Noble, only three Premier League players have scored more penalties than Mark Noble. It is an incredible stat. It is. Yeah. Do you know who they are? Shearer, yep. yep. Latis, Gerard, yep. I'm not two, two out of two of my so far. Oh, I mean, I haven't got the answer for you now. <laughs> oh right, no, I was guessing because oh, afterwards right. I thought I, I actually Aguero's I... up there, isn't he? No, I can't be. Yeah, I think he is. Really? Yeah, I think Aguero's up there. I looked at it the other day because oh, a colleague of mine was saying that uh, Milojevic at Palace is one of the uh, the best penalty takers in Premier League history. And I questioned it straight away. I went, yeah, okay, he scored a lot, but is he the best? Mark Noble scored more. And this is before Saturday. And um, this was before the hospital Noble, beers. Yeah, that, that was it. And Mark Noble was fourth, I think, in, in all time Premier League uh, penalties. And I think Aguero, Shearer, Latisse, and someone else. Mm. Well, I, I, do you know, know it? Sorry, no, no. This oh, well, well, I've got a few stats that, uh, from the game on Saturday. Obviously, that one about Mark Noble. Another one West Ham are the first club to have as had as many 150 different goal scorers in the Premier League following Haller's first goal. They've had 150 <laughs> different Premier League scorers. That's because we've had about 150 Premier League strikers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Bang. It's quite a so, lot, though. J- just quickly, before we skip on, you were right, actually, James. Uh, Mark Noble's tied third uh, with Sergio Aguero with 25 all-time penalties, Steven Gerrard on 29, and Frank Lampard boo, on 32. Frank Lampard. Mm. Okay. Uh, that, um, Noble could still beat those, couldn't he? Yeah. He yeah. needs seven more in, what, how many seasons has he got left, James? Ten? We well, only need it this season. VAR, <laughs> he get loads of penalties this, this <laughs> yeah. year, hasn't he? So. I have actually got it down here. It says, look, Shearer, Lampard and Gerrard. Well, this Shearer's is... Shearer's not on there, is he? PremierLeague.com, I'm getting it by. Shearer's top on 56. Mm, no, nah, is, that, is that penalties taken or penalties scored? Yeah, yeah, true. I'm on penalties scored on PremierLeague.com. This is pen- penalties scored. Sorry, Charlie, I'm afraid 
I'm mm, Trump. Yeah, no, sack, I don't the, know about sack that. the producer. I think. No, I'm not sure about that. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna look into this. I think <laughs> Shearer definitely. He's got to be up there for pens. I don't know, mate. All right, all right. Well, we're moving on. We're moving on now. Let's talk a little bit about Antonio because uh, you mentioned him in each performance. How pleased were you with him on the weekend, James? I thought he completely changed the game when he came on. Um, you know, he could have had about two or three himself. Yeah, I mean, I think the header, uh, the the corner that led to had a second goal. I mean, he should have scored. He had a free header and, and ended up going out for a corner. Uh, and then he had the header that then from that resulting corner, the header that then got saved, that hit the bar, then had to put in. So, but he was just it was just a real nuisance to Watford's defence. You know, he was getting in behind. Um, he was running running his socks off, and he made a huge huge difference. And I've seen a lot of fans debate ever since, you know, do we start him if he's going to have that sort of impact or is he a bench player? Can we bring him on when we need someone just to, you know, ruffle ruffle the feathers of the opposition a little bit? And I'm I'm sort of going with the latter. I think, you know, bring him on as a bench player. Impact sub. Impact sub. I mean, if he's going to do that every time he comes off the bench, then we'll win more games than we lose. Not because he, he really is he really is that good at coming off the bench and making an impact. Well, it was a good performance. We're going to be talking about that game a little bit more and also Lanzini, who has signed a new deal. Love Sport. You're listening to the West Ham Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I'm joined in the studio by We Are West Ham, James Jones and Will Pugh. We was just looking at that game with Watford on the weekend. West Ham are off and running in the Premier League. 3-1 winners there. We're now going to talk a little bit about the League Cup because it does kick off tonight. West Ham are playing Newport County in the second round. James... League Cup kicks off tonight. How important is this game? We know West Ham have changed the lineups a little bit. Is this a game you want to win and progress? Is this a cup you want to take serious? Uh, de- definitely. Um, the, I think we were all quite disappointed last year when uh, we drew, ended up drawing Spurs and we got beaten by Spurs in, I think it was the fourth round. Um, and it's it's a competition where I've always said, you know, this is the competition out of the two cup competitions that you can win. Like, like it's the easiest cup competition to win for me over the FA Cup. A lot of the bigger clubs, they... They, they rotate, will, they rest. They will rotate their players. I mean, Arsenal will always play their youth team. You know, so you've got an opportunity there. I mean, City have won the last two, I think, and <coughs> they are strong. But you know, if you go in there with a little bit of seriousness and actually take it seriously, then you know, this is this is a competition up for grabs for the likes of us, likes of Everton, likes of Leicester that want to try and get into Europe, but might struggle over the course of a season to be consistent enough to finish in the top seven. Go and win a cup, and you can, you know, it's easy. Uh, well, I say it's easy. You know, you've got to win about six <laughs> games, but and go to some tricky places, some tricky tyres. I think it's easier than finishing seventh though over the course of a season. Mm. You know, this is the one that you know. The fan... You see it more, as, sorry, uh, James, just as a route to Europe. Then rather than this is a trophy, we can go on our honours list. We've won a cup. You know, the first thing you mentioned there was this is a route to Europe. Well, it is a route to Europe. You know, mm. and, and and this day and age, that's a lot of the time that's what the fans want. You know, and we've been sold the the dream of moving to the stadium and getting to Europe and playing with the big boys and bringing all the big signings and you know I think yeah we haven't won a trophy since 1980 so we want a trophy we want a bit of silverware but at the same time what's progress it's getting to Europe isn't it so it's, it's a double whammy for me and this is the competition that I think we should be looking to try and prioritise well it it can be seen as a route to Europe. That is the view from James Jones on We Are West Ham. I'm delighted to say on the line with us now, Steve <laughs> Jones, ex-West Ham striker. Steve, thank you for giving us a bit of your time. West Ham are in action against Newport County tonight. Is this a trophy they have to take seriously, Steve? Hi, Charlie. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think, like James just said, I think I would want it for me on board and I also want it to be in Europe as well. 
and West Ham need something on their honours. It's been nine, it's been over forty years nearly, so they need they need to, they need an honour on their board definitely. Steve, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the seen the team come out tonight. It, it seems like Pellegrini shares that shares that viewpoint because he's gone with quite a strong side and. Do you think after last season, especially with the way we ended up crashing out of the... Obviously, we went out the, the League Cup to Spurs fairly early on, but you kind of go, well, you know, if it's Spurs, it doesn't sort of matter as much because they're... Obviously, it's annoying to lose to Spurs, but they're, they're a decent football inside and it makes sense. But obviously, crashing out to uh, Wimbledon in the Cup, was uh, the FA Cup, was that bit more disappointing. Uh, I think Pellegrini's probably taking it a bit more seriously himself this year as well. Yeah, I would, I would have thought so. I mean, at the end of the day, West Ham, we haven't won nothing for since 1980. So if I was Manuel Pellegrini, the first thing I'd have on my mind would be the FA Cup and the League Cup. They'd be the two things, because you ain't going to win the title. You ain't going to win nothing in Europe. You might get to Europe by winning something or getting in the top six, but to actually put a trophy on the ball would make Manuel Pellegrini a big hero at West Ham. So I think... Hopefully, he's seen that and he sees the League Cup or the FA Cup as that opportunity. Steve, as the mindset, do you think back from when you were playing and you go into these sort of fixtures where you're playing sort of lower league opposition in the early rounds and, you know, there's a potential for banana skin there and, uh, and, and you know, and West Ham have a bit of a history of sort of, sort of classically slipping up in these sort of fixtures. But has the mindset changed from when you were playing to now where, you know, the clubs have got one eye on on finishing as high up the Premier League as possible because of the TV money and the, all the rest of it. Uh, but then there's a chance of winning silverware. But, you know, back when you were playing, was his mindset very similar? I think the mindset when I was playing was, can we win a trophy? But the problem was we didn't have a big budget when I was at West Ham. They didn't have a big squad at the time. I think it's probably... West Ham's biggest squad for a long time and there's been a lot of money spent and there's a lot of really good players in there um, so I, I would have thought this is probably West Ham's best chance over the next two or three seasons of maybe nicking a League Cup or, or an FA Cup because they, he, Matt Mainwell's definitely had the back end of the board he's, he spent some good money he's, he's bought some good players he's got rid of some good players which he had two at times and it'd be interesting to see how it finishes this season. It's his second season. First season was decent. He's very attacking, as we know. But it'd be interesting to see how it goes this season. Hopefully, there'll be a cup run involved. What What have you made, Steve, of, of West Ham so far this season in terms of the performances? OK, we had the toughest start against City. Uh, and that didn't go too well, but you know, you know, it wasn't bad away at Brighton, and and Watford at the weekend was a lot better. Uh, do, you, do you see the early signs there of, of progress under Pellegrini? Um, I definitely see um, progress because last year we obviously lost the first three or four games, but we this year we've the Man City game can virtually write that off. Uh, yeah. Pellegrini did it last year against them. He tried to attack them. It didn't work. He could have scored early. He didn't. And both games we end up losing handsomely. But this year, I think the second, third, fourth games as we go on, including tonight's game, are different games, really. A game for like the Watford game, which you've got a 50 50 chance, and like the Norwich game Saturday as well. It's a good opportunity to put some good points on the board. If we beat Norwich Saturday, we're, like, we're in the money. We're, we're mid table, just above mid table, and we're cooking nicely. But Whereas last year we lost four games early, it became a struggle early, and he was under pressure early. Hopefully this year the pressure won't come so early on him, 
and we can improve as an outfit. The only problem is with Manuel Pellegrini, he does like to attack. And I think at times, if you're going to do that against the big guns and the good teams, you will get found out, I think. What do you think? I just think it's difficult with the defence, to be honest. I, 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 when, when you say about going forward, I think we're spot on. But uh, And I like that, to be honest. I, I think a lot, of, uh, a lot of football fans would, you know, if you had a choice, I'd certainly take, you know, the chance that we might lose 4-3 every week or yeah, win 5-4 than under Allardyce, where, you know, I wanted to tear my eyes out after every game. If exactly, lucky. yeah. Yeah, when we won, beat one Hull 1-0 at home and he's cupping his ears to the crowd as if we should all be thrilled and it was the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I do agree. And that's that's the only thing now, I think. You know, I do. I am a little bit concerned at the back because, as James said earlier on in the show, against Watford at the weekend, although we came out three-one winners, they could have easily won three-one as well if they put their chances yeah. away. And we'll come up against more potent attacking teams than Watford, won't we? And you know, I, I think that is a little bit of a worry. But while we're, we're like Man City, really, that's it. Yeah, exactly that. But while we're able to put the ball in the net, you worry a lot less, don't you? Because we've had seasons in the past where the defence has looked just as leaky as it does now, but we haven't had anyone yeah. to put it in the net up front either so yeah, yeah. I think you're always going to leave yourself a bit weak at the back if you're if you're if you're putting four or five attackers in your team yeah yeah you're always going to leave yourself a bit and we have got them players Anderson uh go through five or six players of our side obviously I've seen a bit of Haller but not 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 enough really um but we we, we do tend to Antonio and obviously we, we, we do play four or five up front which is very risky. If you ain't solid, if you ain't set, and if you ain't get, uh, set up to not concede, like a lot of managers do, like Gladys, like Tony Pinnis, who I played under, people like that, you will get done. But with that, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, really. I'd rather see us lose 4-3, 5-4, than, than win 1-0, draw 1-1, lose 1-0. I'd rather them attacking moments and then and even 3-1 Saturday, uh, I know it flattered us, but we scored three goals away from home, which mm. a lot of premierships side don't do all season. Exactly, yeah. Steve, what is the expectation then for West Ham this season? James mentioned there that the Cup offers realistically the best chance of a route into Europe. It's only six, seven games where a Premier League season we know is long and hard. It's going to be ups and downs. But what is the expectation? Can West Ham break into that top six or seven and get into Europe? Or should they focus on the Cup? Because A, it's a chance at a major honour. And B, it can get them into Europe. My opinion really is Manuel Pellegrini is being paid a hell of a lot of money. Really top dollar. Um, he's been allowed to spend top money, uh, which no other West Ham manager has done. Mm. Um, so I, I would say, if it, if he's not got the signing to the top seven within three seasons, and maybe a League Cup or an FA Cup or a final, I'd be very, very disappointed if I was the West Ham owners. Because they've put a lot of money into him. Uh, they didn't do it with Stavon Bilic. They obviously were never going to do it with David Moyes. It, he has been given virtually a free ticket so he needs to produce something and put something on the table whether he can do that only time will tell we, we shall see very interesting point Steve I'm sure we're going to be discussing that afterwards thank you so much for joining us tonight and giving us some of your time Steve Jones there ex-West Amstruck really good to talk to you Steve just mentioned there then if Pellegrini he really has to give something now he has to contribute he has to offer both of you were shaking your head in agreement 
is he right? You know, if if he if we're talking about a three year window, maybe a trophy, get into Europe, and if he doesn't deliver on that, would you say that Pellegrini's had a fair chance? Time to move on because he has been backed. I think he's, he has made a good point there, Steve. To be honest, and it's one of those where. You know, you, I, I think you often forget it and he's, you get caught up in a bit of a bubble, don't you? It's always, oh, what, what's the score going to be this week? Or oh, where are we going to be by Christmas? Or where are you going to finish at the end of this season? There's very, there's often very little sort of longer term thinking by, you know, by a lot of fans. And that, that makes sense because, you know, you just, you're, you're only worried about what's happening next week. We've been in positions at the club where it was so bad that there was no, we were hiring managers that we all knew, you know, Moyes, Allardyce, we all knew they were short term fixes. It does feel like, you know, Pellegrini's the the leader of a bit of a project at the club, but you know, I think you have still got a Steve's got a point. He has, he has the the owners have backed have backed him. They're paying him a lot of money, and rightfully so. And I think the thing with the cups it, that always annoys me a bit. It's such an easy thing for, and you hear it from you know pundits, journalists, fans, players alike, left, right, and centre about the cups. Oh, you know, West Ham are the Everton. They they should be going for the cups. It's like, well, hang on, just saying that as if. Not everyone's going for the cups. Men City don't go. Ah, oh, it's all right. We're only concentrating on the Premier League and the Champions League because we're above the League Cup. Mm. They don't. They go in, and so do Liverpool and Man United and Arsenal. They all go in wanting to win all four of them. So I think, from my point of view, as far as the cups go, and I touched on it when we were speaking to Steve there, you lose to Tottenham last year. And again, hate losing to Tottenham in any competition, obviously. But at least when you lose to Tottenham, you go, oh, all right, well, it's Tottenham. They're going to finish in the top three of the Premier League this year. They're, they've got some good football players. So, all right, you can understand that. It's when you lose to Wimbledon or a Newport County in the Cup, for example, <laughs> that, that, that that's when it's annoying because I think there's, there's, there's sort of no excuse for that these days. The gulf between Premier League teams and, and those in the lower leagues is so huge that we should be but we should be putting sides away like that. So as long as we give it, get as far as we can, and if you go out in fashion where you go, well, yeah, we're beaten by a better team there, whether it's the first round or the final then I don't mind as much about those sort of things with the Cups. Well, they do play Newport County tonight. Uh, the League Cup second round, they haven't played them for 40 years since 1979. We're going to be taking a closer look at the teams before kickoff, and we're also going to be talking a little bit about Norwich. But next, it is time for the West Ham quiz. This is Love Sport. You're listening to the West Ham Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I'm joined in the studio with We Are West Ham, James Jones and Will Pugh. Very serious face from James Jones. It can only be time for the West Ham Quiz of the Week. It is 2-1 to James Jones in games week as it stands. 6-3, the overall points scored. Will, you Charlie, need... Charlie, I've said this to you before. Oh, no, when you read out the Premier League table on, you know, match of the day or on the radio, they don't go through people's goal difference, do they? They just mm. say points and the position. So James beat me 2-1 at the moment, but it's fine. It's a long old season, I'm just painting it? a picture. That's all what it, I do. It, Broad it, strokes, my friend. In his defence, you know, if it's a tight title race like one or two points in it, then you might go, yeah, I know, but the goal difference is quite yeah, big. True. Yeah. So even if you level up today, unless mm. you win 3-0, I'm still leading. Yeah. Imagine I did, though. Well, we'll have to did. find out. Imagine we're going to have to yeah. find out because it is one of my most favourite times of the week. It is the West Ham Quiz of the Week. Oh, here we go. <laughs> like this music. <laughs> like this techno. music, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. no. Player one, clue number one, currently playing in Turkey. Okay, clue number two. Sent off on his first start for the club 
in January 2017. Sofiane Figuli. That is correct. That is 1-0 tonight. 1-0 scores on the doors. It is 7-3 overall. Oh James God. Jones off to a flyer. A bit he's, like the West Ham game. top of the league tonight. On the weekend. He's staying top Will of the league. Will is livid. Let's move on to player number two. One, the first clue. Played for Arsenal in the Premier League. Ian Wright. That is incorrect. Oh, premature, that is. Mate. Very premature. This is where you both need to be quick on Nigel the Nigel Winterburn. Previous World Cup Golden Boot winner. Davosuke. That is oh, correct. 2-0. I said this tonight, Will. I did warn you earlier. It is 2-0. It is 8-3 to James Jones. And by the way, it's 3-1 overall because it is already 2-0 up. The last player oh. is redundant. Will, you need a strong drink tonight, my friend. Let's go for the last <laughs> player. James, 3-0 is at stake. A whitewash is in the offing. Clue number one. This was Alan Pardew's first signing for the club. Uh, Adam Noland. Oh, no, Will, you, you're firing in, mate. You're too, you're too eager. You're too quick. Clue number two. He left for Crystal Palace. Joby McEnough. The year they beat us in the playoff final. That is incorrect. Next clue. Kept. Are you ready for this? War number 17. Oh. oh that's, that's getting. These clues are getting harder. Ah, oh, mate. All right, next clue. Left for Palace the year. Come on, left for Palace. Pardew's first signing. Yeah, go on, next question. Come on. Hayden Mullins. Yes, oh, there we yeah, go. Fair oh, fun. thank God. I'll let you Two have that one. 2-1, but it is 8-4, and it is 3-1 to James Jones. 3-1 that... on game weeks. 3-1 on games. games. Well done, James. What happened there, Will? No, that, that's well done. That was a good one. You were quick off the mark there. A bit slow, isn't this, it? No, this is the first week you've beaten me on skill, I think. So. On skill? Well, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What, are you well pleased done. with the players and the, the clues this week, Will? Oh, Devil suit. I, just, I, I was panicking by then. By question two, I was already one behind. Knew I needed the You're win. Flapping. I was just throwing out Arsenal names. You panicked yourself a little bit. Mm. Mm. The Figuli one, when you went still playing in Turkey, in my head straight away, Figuli, I thought, no, I'll wait for the second clue just to secure That's it for you me. Are. You can wait. You can and I thought, off. no, I'd hold off because he definitely ain't going to get that. Is Denver Bar? I was thinking, I don't know if he's still Denver playing in Turkey, is he? I'm not sure. That's who I thought first. So 3-1 overall. Will, how are you feeling? Because it feels like, I've got to admit, 8-4 overall, it feels like a little bit of a mountain to climb. No, no, you're joking. 3-1, as you've said. 3 This it's nothing, is it? But it's a got... bit, you're on a bit of a slide, though. No, no, no. It's early in the season. You're joking. This is like all the Watford fans at the moment. They're going around telling everyone to just calm down a bit. And, you know, it's early you do in the have, season. You do have a bit of Watford about you. Look, <laughs> look, what we, look, <laughs> look what we did last season. Lost the first four. Ended up yeah. with a respectable 10th place league finish. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not too phased at all. James, how are you feeling? Top of the world. I feel confident. <laughs> I feel nice. I feel, I've, no, I've done my research. Well, see, that's what it is, isn't it? James is doing a lot of studying at home, but I've got things to do. I've got a life, people to see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not. One might say that I'm not taking it quite as seriously as James, but you know, it's each to yeah, their own. Just think, just think honest, of the fans, though. You if, might if, be taking it more serious. If, if Sebastian, if like Sebastian Aller come out after a bad game, and was like, "Well, yeah, bad game," he's like, I've "Got a life, guys. I've got things to do. I ain't training." Right? <laughs> fans be livid. So I don't know what your fans are thinking right now. Yeah, that's commitment right there. I'm, I'm the Mark Noble of this. I'm the Mark Noble. <laughs> I just work hard. Who am I then? Um, You're Jack Sophie Wilshire. Sophie Anne Figuli. You're Sophie Anne Figuli, yeah. You're Wilshire. 
so much potential, yet you offer so little. You know, you talk a good game, but we've yet to see it on the field. Ah, a lot. There's a long. There's a long season yet, isn't mm-hmm. it? And and some people are still talking about my absolute screamer last week when I got Mark Reaper. No, I still living. Honestly, it's like, bullshit. Living off the past, mate. No, as I was saying to James past. earlier, people have been stopping me in the street all week, going, "Ah, oh, you're Will, isn't it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was, "You're from the no. Will West Ham show. You got Mark Reaper last week." I was like, oh, "I did actually." Can I sign what? Yeah, yeah, sure, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in fact, you exact words were, "Oh, you're the West Ham show guy, aren't you?" <laughs> Oh, yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about the game tonight because the teams are coming onto the pitch. Uh, Will, I didn't ask you. I did ask James. You you sort of did answer it, though. You want to take this cup seriously. You want to take all cups seriously. Do you want the full strength 11 at? Um, I, 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 I just want the 11 that's strong enough to beat Newport County. And I think... With, you know, even this is a fairly strong team we've put out here. I, I'm a bit, well, James, you were saying earlier on, weren't you, that you thought you wouldn't be surprised to see this team in the Premier League. Probably we'd be racked with injuries if, if that actually happened. But even so, like I was saying earlier, the gulf in, you know, resources and finances between our team and, and Newport County should be enough that those players can beat them. I know it's a bit of a cliche and I know they'll be more up for it, but then I, I think that's wrong. I don't think they should be more up for it. The players that aren't usually in the team, they should be, well, they should a, have more energy and B, be using this as an opportunity to go, right, no, I want to play in the Stake team. Like, exactly, yeah, I'm going to play out my skin. And, you know, I just think for, I was a bit surprised, Santa James, I was surprised Diop starting. I think he's going to, he's obviously our main defender for the year. Pellegrini's obviously unsure about Bonner and Balbuena. And I'm surprised he didn't take this game to give Diop a rest because he's going to play a lot this year. But no, other than that, I think it'll be good to see Ayeti. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. For now, he'll obviously need Still some game bench, time. Still a strong Rice on the bench, Haller's on the bench, Anderson on the bench, Fabianski obviously won't be needed, we we hope not. Well, well actually, sorry, can we touch on the Fabianski thing quickly? I said to James before the show, I said, oh, I'm a bit surprised he didn't throw David Martin on the bench. And... James said to me, oh, it doesn't matter anyway because we won't need him. So watch Roberto get sent off in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> well, there you go. If we don't need Guilty. him, we should have yeah, <laughs> put Martin on the bench. James, you pleased with that team and the way Pellegrini set the team up tonight? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you look at it, I'm just looking at it now on the screen. I mean, it's a team of first-team footballers, like first-team players at the squad. There's no youngsters being thrown in the deep end. I, I mean, I did half expect Ben Johnson to get a go. Agreed. But he's gone with Zabaleta. Um, bit of experience. And... I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the team. Uh, I'm happy with the bench as well. And it, it looks as though that Pellegrini is taking it a little like, seriously this year. Um, but, you know, you can just never you can never underestimate teams like Newport County in these sort of games. You know, they're going to be well up for it. They've got previous. They beat Leicester in the FA Cup last year. They're a good um, side. They play good Drew football. Drew a Spurs couple mm. of years as well. Um, and they are a good side. But, you know, and I just know West Ham's previous in uh, against lower league opposition. That said, last year when we played Macclesfield, uh, and we beat them 8-0. Eight, eight mm, really close And game, I yeah. thought, we, we, we've turned a corner here. I, I genuinely thought, under Pellegrini, I thought, we've turned a corner because this sort of game we would have lost 1-0. Mm. But then, what, four or five months down the line, we're going to get beat by Wimbledon and it was like, oh, no, perhaps we haven't turned the corner. Um, so, I'd like, I'd like to think that's a strong enough team, but I just don't know under West Ham. And I just don't, don't know. I really can't call it. Why do we then, as fans, when, you know, admittedly, it was Macclesfield last year, it was 8-0, but then you say that was a springboard, you know, we've turned a corner, we're, we're performing better in the cup, we're, we're beating we're take, teams we're we gonna, should be, we're going to take, take this it, forward. Take it seriously, because, you, know, you know, we only, I remember years ago, we, we drew Emily Town, and we only scraped past them 2-1. You know, we've lost to Grimsby in the cup, Wrexham in the cup, you know, um, so many, only just beat Shrewsbury in the cup over two legs, couldn't even score a goal in 
like normal time to wait for extra time, you know. And so that's West Ham. That that's our history in these sort of games. So last year when we beat Macclesfield out there. I thought finally we've got a manager that knows how to get get over these fixtures. But then we go loses to Wimbledon. So I don't know. Well, it is an important cup fixture tonight, and it is just kicked off at Newport. They are playing West Ham in the second round of the League Cup. But all eyes are back on the Premier League this weekend as West Ham take on Norwich. Love sport. You are listening to the West Ham Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. I'm joined in the studio by We Are West Ham, Will Pugh and James Jones. And West Ham have just kicked off in the League Cup second round against Newport County. It is only two, three minutes in. Newport <laughs> have had the most of the possession. They've had a free kick. They've had a chance. But West Ham now. Clinging off with a little, the draw. <laughs> clinging on. Oh, God, here we go. Back in the cup. No, West Ham is sort of just with possession now. Just uh, hopefully getting themselves a foot in the game. Just a quick start by Newport there but it is still near we'll keep you up to date with that game obviously Will and James both have one eye on that but talking of one eye we do have to look now towards the weekend because West Ham played Norwich in the Premier League tricky game this on the weekend because Norwich they've you know their results have been indifferent but they've played really well so Liverpool beat them 4-1 I think that scoreline flattered Liverpool a little bit Norwich really came out of the box the blocks and tried to play almost like for like with Liverpool did get a goal fantastic win against Newcastle played Newcastle off the park and we know how brilliant Newcastle are because they beat Spurs so they're a fantastic side <laughs> Timu Puki looks fantastic five goals already this season three good goals against Newcastle I must say and they was unlucky not to get uh, a point out of the game against Chelsea you know it was 2-2 for a while Abraham come up with a winner you do play them it's going to be a tough time James I'll start with you what do you think of this game I see this game being full of goals mm. Because they're clearly defensively, they they've not been that great. I mean, any defence with Grant Hanley, and we've all, <laughs> yeah. we, we've all, you know, with all respect to Grant Hanley, he's probably a really nice guy, but he's not a Premier League defender. I'm gutted. Um, I booked him for next week. He's not coming on. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, any Premier League with him, with him in, is just what you do worry. Uh, they've conceded goals, um, but they've scored goals. When you have got Timmy Puki in in your team, who just can't, is just scoring for fun. What a deal that is, by the way. A freebie. I know. Just banging the goals in for fun, but then we're, we're exactly the same. We, you know, we can score goals for fun, but defensively, we're we're in trouble. So I can see there being a lot of goals. It's just who end up scoring more in the day. Timu Puki, a little bit like Sebastian Haller, you mentioned after the game was saying comments, and he said, "Oh, they said, oh, what a great goal against Newcastle, your first Premier League hat trick." And he said, "Yeah, I didn't. Re- when I can't believe I can score that goal." He said, "I didn't know I could pull that volley off." But you know what I mean? It just sort of made you endear yourself to him a little bit more. But he has. It's been a frightening start for him. You know, almost rapid pace. Will is he someone that West Ham have got to be careful of? Yeah, of course. I, th- I think. I mean, it's annoying me how many. My mates happen to have him in their fantasy team as well. That's not <laughs> yeah, ideal, that, I've, is it? I've had to buck, I've buckled under the pressure. Have you put him in? Yeah. Ah, see, see, I've see, got, see, I need to know this because me and James are actually last in the Love Sport Fantasy League. We're bringing up the rear. So, uh, <laughs> Will, uh, James, we're doing terrible, mate. It's new territory for me, so... What, fantasy football? <laughs> yeah. I'm normally <laughs> at the top. 2019. I'm normally at the top. So. <laughs> I, uh, no, I'd, I'd be, be honest. It is, it's one of those, but before the game, or before the season, sorry, you know, everyone does the same thing and looked at, looked at the, uh, the fixtures we had and said, oh, once City's out of the way, we've got a nice little run there. And I think that everyone it never fought, works out like nah, that. No, of course not. And you know, everyone falls in that trap of going, "Oh, newly promoted team, they're playing the championship last year, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But all three of them, to be fair, all three teams that have come up have looked like they've they've equipped themselves pretty capably already. And you know, there, there's not going to be from from looking at it, it seems 
that team, you know, that Derby, that Huddersfield, that team that's just flopped out of the league and you know that by Christmas there's only realistically two relegation places up for grabs, so to speak. So, yeah, I agree with James, really. I think I think we're going to be saying that a lot on this show this year, that before games we're going to go, oh, I think there's going to be goals. Oh, why is that? Because our defence is really leaky, but we're obviously able to put them in. And, yeah, I, I, it's just exciting. I'd much rather go into games like that, to be honest. Much rather go into them like that. Is it? So do you feel, almost feel confident going into the weekend's game? Because Norwich like to play fast football, especially down with the fullbacks. Max Aaron's on the right, loves to fly forward. But so do West Ham. This new, under Pellegrini, we know they like to play attacking football. We know how aggressive he is as a manager. And if Norwich, obviously, try to open up and get a West Ham, it's only going to open space for West Ham. Is this a game where if they compete with you, West Ham can really showcase what they're about as well? Yeah, yeah, I, I do honestly think it's just going to be, it's going to end up a bit end of a basketball end. game. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? But, you know, James, it's a good point you made earlier about the Watford game. That genuinely could have, it could have been 3-1 to them, mm. couldn't it? And you'd, mm. you'd have gone, oh, yeah, fair enough. Like that. And I think that's going to happen so often this season, but we just need to be clinical. Just very quickly, this is sometimes the problem of uh, starting your best players in the League Cup. Uh, West Ham are playing Newport County. Antonio's just gone down with an injury. He looks to be getting subbed off already. He didn't just go down. Oh. Uh, four now played him through one-on-one. And uh, I thought, I thought right, here we go, 1-0. And as he's running... Pulled up. He, he doesn't just pull up, he falls on the floor and he's in absolute agony, he's rolling around on the floor, he gets up and he's called straight away, called for the sub. Uh, if you no, if you see it, the way he goes down, he's worrying. I reckon, I reckon that could be, that could be like, a bad hamstring uh, Yeah, a proper hamstring snap. I mean, snap. it could be a snap. Well, only seven minutes in, Anderson has already come on. This is what you want. You want to progress. Will said you want to play the team that gets you through, but you do want to come away unscathed. You know, no injuries there. Could be a key loss. We only spoke earlier in the show. Could he Could he start, Antonio? Or could he be an impact player? Well, this could, This is the end of his night, and hopefully we don't know the damage, how long he'll be at for, but very worrying signs there for West Ham. It is a shame as well, because he played really well. He's, you know, he's really he's come so, into form recently, so isn't he? And I was, I was one, at the, you know, over the summer where... I was saying it about a lot of players, but I really kind of felt that he'd perhaps, he'd perhaps achieved all he could at West Ham and that his time in the first team had rightfully so come to an end. But he started the season like a, you know, a house on fire, hasn't he? He's played really well. He's had real impact on games. So, you know, again, it's a shame to see him drop out. But, uh, again, if, you, if you'd have given me the choice of one player to get injured out of all the ones we've got in the squad and on the starting line-up today, I'd, you know, I'd have picked him rather than a few others well the, the trouble is now is that we've got you know we've got Philippe Anderson on the pitch for for what 80 minutes 85 minutes in a game where you know you'd rather him just rest his legs you know he played well against Watford at the weekend he's a very important player you would have rather um, have this game wrapped up and not need to bring him on yeah exactly you know you'd, ra- you'd rather sort of Antonio stay on the pitch uh. score a couple of goals and, and happy days and we can get through it without any problems but I hope it's not. It did look really bad with Antonio. I hope it's not too serious. Well, the good thing about the League Cup is also now that if uh, it is a draw at ninety minutes, it goes straight to penalties. So not an extra thirty minutes for the players. Oh, just unlucky there. Snodgrass nearly had a chance for West Ham. The ball ran out for a goal kick. Just quickly, then let's get your thoughts and predictions on the Norwich games. James, we'll start with you because you did get it right last week. Three-one against Watford. What are you saying for this weekend? Well, like I said, there. You know, I can see there being a lot of goals this week. Um, I'm going to go with 3-2 West Ham and I fancy it's to win um, but it's going to be Pookie with a double for them I'm just going to keep banging them, banging them in and uh, Hala Hattrick why not <laughs> you know because he's already scored two so he's always going to score so more so he can join Pookie on five. Oh, not so, if you're giving Pookie two though no no okay I won't get, I'll give Grant Annie two <laughs> after I've, I've I've said some bad words about him so yeah Grant Annie with a two Hala with a three happy days 
So what, what, what scoreline? 3-2. 3-2 West Ham, sorry. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit more pessimistic this week. I um, don't like to do it. but just because you lost the quiz? You just Yeah, I'm just in a bad up. mood now. Yeah, I'm not speaking to you for the rest of the week. <laughs> now, I think, I reckon two all. Again, same thing. I don't think either of the teams have got a clean sheet in them, especially against the respective attacks. But I, I just think it'll be, you know, I think we've got to be one of those home games where you just go, oh, a little bit of a missed opportunity there. Wouldn't be too. I mind the point, given how well Norwich have started. I'll take the point. That's not a big team mentality, James Jones. No, well, you know what I think about that. <laughs> Points are always positive. I'm going to go for three-three goals, but a point for West Ham. I think West Ham. Again, we have to take away the City game. I think they're going to be very hard to beat at home this year. They're going to play good football, but Norwich play good football. I can't see Norwich getting a result uh, at West Ham this weekend, but you never know. A game that could go either way. I'm saying 3-3. This has been a West Ham fan show. Hopefully next week we'll be talking about progress from the League Cup and a victory over Norwich. We'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Sports Social Podcast Network.